0: Oh, um.
1: Hello and welcome to The Imagineer Podcast, your unofficial guide to all things Disney. I'm your host, Matthew Kroll, and you're listening to episode 137 of The Imagineer Podcast. In today's podcast episode, we're going to be talking about a beloved attraction over at Epcot, which is Journey into Imagination with Figment. The Imagination Pavilion has a long history at the park dating back to 1983, and then this episode while we're not going to be talking about the pavilion as a whole and its two attractions, we're going to be focusing on the main attraction for the for the pavilion which is the ride originally known as Journey into Imagination, then became Journey into Your Imagination and is now at the time of this podcast episode known as Journey into Imagination with Figment. We'll discuss the history of this attraction, talk about some details and fun facts you might not have known before and come back at the end of the episode and do a binaural audio recording of the most recent version of this attraction. And at the very end of the episode, we'll come back and I'll tell you a little bit more about how you can connect with the Imagineer podcast on all your favorite social media channels and how you can help to inspire and create the future of this show. So grab some headphones, pull up your favorite armchair and enjoy this episode of the Imagineer podcast. One little spark of inspiration is at the heart of all creation. This simple phrase has captured the hearts of millions of Disney fans around the globe since 1983. It's a philosophy that can be traced back to Walt Disney, who, like the quote suggests, believed that all creations in the world, at Disney and beyond, begin with a simple concept, a tiny little seed, you might say, that with the right amount of faith, hard work, And imagination can become something extraordinary combined a couple of easter eggs for you there it's also the reason why the attraction that has been the home to this musical phrase and its lovable characters has been a nostalgic experience for disney fans everywhere while the pavilion features both a ride and a show today's episode will be devoted primarily to the main attraction as we'll discuss the history of the magic eye theater in a future episode Journey Into Imagination opened at Epcot on March 5, 1983, just a few short months after the park opened on October 1, 1982. The idea for the attraction was led by Disney legend and former Walt Disney Imagineer Tony Baxter, who also lent his expertise to such experiences as Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Indiana Jones Adventure, and Star Tours, among many others. While the ride itself was a unique design, much of its concept work can be traced back to a never created land conceived by Tony Baxter called Discovery Bay, which drew some parallels to what eventually became Discovery Land at Disneyland Paris and Mysterious Island at Tokyo Disney Sea. In particular, the concept for Dreamfinder and his dirigible like ship, the Dream Catching Machine, draws many similarities and themes to some of the attractions and shows Tony had created for Discovery Bay. In addition, the exterior of the building with its glass pyramid design draws some similarities to Tony's original concept for the Land Pavilion at Epcot, which was ultimately scrapped and replaced when the pavilion's new sponsor, Kraft, wanted to narrow the focus of the Land Pavilion to agriculture and food production. At the core of the original pavilion storyline were two beloved characters, Dreamfinder and Figment. While Dreamfinder was inspired by Tony's work on Discovery Bay, the idea for Figment came about in a more unusual way. The team kicked around a number of different ideas until one night, Tony was watching an episode of the popular television series at the time, Magnum P.I. According to Tony's recollection, in this particular episode, one of the characters, Higgins, notices that his garden is being destroyed but isn't quite sure what's causing the problem. In reality, Magnum has hidden a goat in his garden, and when Higgins brings up the garden with Magnum, Magnum suggests, Oh, it's just a figment of your imagination. To which Higgins replies, Figments don't eat grass. Heading back to Walt Disney Imagineering the following day, Tony suggested that Figment be Dreamfinder's lovable sidekick, as he thought the word was the perfect name for a character devoted to the imagination. The team got to work and came up with the concept for the lovable dragon we know today. Two tiny wings, eyes big and yellow, horns of a steer, a lovable fellow. The original ride itself was a modified Omnimover, working quite similar to how the foundational track system for Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey now works at Universal Studios. In the loading area, the ride vehicles would move slowly, similar to Spaceship Earth's loading platform, so that guests could easily board the vehicle. Once the trains left the station, a set of cars would accelerate slightly to separate from the trains behind it. Similar to how the Tomorrowland Transit Authority people mover at the Magic Kingdom separates vehicles but on a much slower scale. Much like the ride exists today, the individual cars could be programmed to turn left or right so as to better see various show scenes. I mentioned a moment ago how Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey's underlying track system was in part inspired by the original Journey into Imagination ride system. And there's another way in which Forbidden Journey can be thought of as an evolved and much more thrilling version of this Epcot attraction. For those of you who have been on or know about Forbidden Journey, at several points the individual KUKA Robotics arms follow the track around a near complete circle. Each individual chair faces the center of the circle, where it comes face to face with a domed screen that envelops guests' view. These screens rotate at the same speed as the robotic arms along a separate track that makes a complete circle, kind of like the center of a donut. It's an impressive system that works as a perfectly timed machine, with each car entering and exiting at the exact moment it needs to align with the constantly rotating central turntable that supports each screen. You're probably wondering why I keep going back to this Universal Studios attraction. Well, it's the best modern example of one of the most cherished scenes of Journey into Imagination, a scene that in itself was the evolution of Carousel's Progress. After guests loaded onto the vehicle, the cars would move through a small hallway and rotate 90 degrees to the right. At this point, a stage would appear in front of them where they would find Dreamfinder flying through the clouds aboard his dream-catching machine. Although the vehicles would be moving along a track at this point, the stage would appear to be stationary because it too would be moving at the same speed and rotating in the same direction along a turntable. Think of it as an updated version of Carousel of Progress in which the center stage would move with the surrounding theaters at the same constant speed, five theaters in total to be exact, In this case, each theater stage plays the exact same sequence, starting when it meets up with a new group of guests and finishing just in time for that group of guests to complete the nearly full circle of track and turn away to the next show scene. While much slower and nowhere near as intense, this ride strategy is the same one now used at Forbidden Journey. And I love how this fan-favorite attraction at Universal Studios was built upon this Walt Disney Imagineering ride design. In addition, this same concept was eventually brought to Star Wars Rise of the Resistance with an ITS shuttle sequence that would rotate guests as part of one of the first pre-shows. The reason this ride scene was so popular with guests was not just because the ride design was so innovative but also because this is where you'd hear the full One Little Spark sequence in fact, if you go back and listen to One Little Spark on an official Disney album, what you hear is the full sequence you would have seen and heard on the rotating stage sequence. During this scene, a Dreamfinder animatronic would introduce himself to guests and discuss how he roams the universe searching for sounds, colors, ideas, and anything else that can spark the imagination. On the spot, Dreamfinder then thinks up a figment of his own imagination a lovable purple and yellow dragon that he n- then names Figment. When Figment appears on stage, DreamFinder explains to Figment how all of us have an imagination and how one little spark can lead to an infinite number of ideas. Trying it out for himself, Figment comes up with a long list of ideas. So many, in fact, that DreamFinder's dream-catching machine becomes overloaded. Before coming up with new ideas, DreamFinder explains that these ideas must be stored with the others in the DreamPort. They finish singing One Little Spark, and at this point, the vehicles turn away from the stage to enter the Dreamport, which makes up the rest of the 13 minute attraction. Exiting the theater, the vehicles then follow the same ride path that guests experience today, which at the time of this recording includes the ride scenes from the sound lab through the unload area, although in the original version, the track went beyond that point, which we'll discuss in a bit. The ride scenes in the original version included the Dreamport entrance, works of art, literature, performing arts, science and technology, and image technology, each of which included stage sets showcasing various props, special effects, and figment animatronics portraying each of these disciplines. Each show scene also featured its own variation of One Little Spark, and while the One Little Spark theme was developed by Richard and Robert Sherman, the ride scene variations were created by George Wilkins, who was the protege of Imagineer Buddy Baker, and who developed countless music loops and themes for attractions at Epcot and beyond. After unloading, guests would then be invited to ascend a staircase to Imageworks, which today makes up the staircase to, and part of, the area for the Disney Vacation Club member lounge in the pavilion, although the majority of what was once Imageworks is now a backstage area off limits to guests on the second floor. This post-show experience included over a dozen interactive exhibits, including an electronic philharmonic, kaleidoscope, rainbow corridor, interactive coloring book, a school of drama, and more. These exhibits were the perfect way for kids, and kids at heart, to use their imaginations to create something fun. Part of the reason Imageworks was located on the second floor was because of available space within the building. But another reason, believe it or not, was that the original ride plans called for the attraction to exit on the second floor. Near the end of the experience, vehicles would ascend to the second floor and rotate around a second, carousel-like theater before exiting on the upper level. Vehicles would then descend back to the first floor to load new guests. Ultimately, the ride track was scaled back, but the Imageworks plans remained on the second floor. While the final attraction ended up being a wonderful experience, I like to think how different it could have been if it ended up as a two-story ride like Horizons. Since Journey Into Imagination was such a beloved attraction, I wanted to take a moment to play for you the full attraction experience as it existed in its original form. While this isn't a binaural audio recording, it should still provide you with a nostalgic visit back to this beloved Epcot attraction. When we return, we'll talk a bit about Journey Into Your Imagination, which was the updated ride experience, and the most recent version of the attraction, Journey Into Imagination with Figment. For now, let's step back in time to enjoy a ride on the original version of this attraction. And remember, don't be afraid to let your imagination run wild.
0: inspiration is at the heart <laughs> of all creation right at the start of everything that's new one little spark lights up for you oh hello there so glad you could come along i am the dream finder Musical <laughs> notes what delightful melodies those will make I love these flights of fancy. Searching the universe for sounds, colors, ideas, anything that sparks the imagination. A sunbeam. That's a good one. Oh, everything I collect can inspire amazing and marvelous new ideas. And you never know what kind of figment you may come up with. Oh, here's my favorite Two tiny wings, eyes big and yellow. Horns of a steer, but a lovable fellow. From head to tail, he's royal purple pigment, and there, voila! You've got a figment, a figment of imagination. Dream fighter, I'm just right. uh ah, uh, uh, not quite. Huh? I'll throw in a dash of childish delight. (laughs) Look, Figment. Some new friends have joined us. Can they imagine, too? Of course! Imagination is something that belongs to all of us. You mean everyone can think up new things. (laughs) That's right, Figment. And every sparkling idea can lead to even more. So many times we're (laughs) stumbling in the dark, and then you reach! like me. Hmm. We can combine it with ghostly shivers on a stormy night and turn them into a tale of fright. <laughs> oh, oh, look, look, a rainbow. I'll use that you paint with. Now you've got it. Wow, wow, wow. Numbers, letters, papers for writing, costumes, makeup, stages for mining, a plaster. <laughs> what about science? Science? We'll need electron beams and crystal prisms, gyroscopes and magnetism, holy grail to make the idea bag is full. It is? Let's start making new things. No, wait. First, we must store these ideas with the others in the dream port. Are we almost there? Oh, the dream port is never far away when you use your imagination. Come on, everybody. Let's we go. We all have sparks. Imagination. That's how our minds create creation. <laughs> right at the start of everything that's new, one little spark. Lights up for you. Oh boy. Imagination. 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 A A dream can be a dream dream come true. true. With just just that spark in in me and you. you. Flowers, purple and blue, from twilight hours, green summer hills, and rainbows play a part. (laughs) A painter's brush, a work of art. Mix red and gold from all. And sets. Moose and romances. With, with laughs and, and tears. And fortnight's all aglow. The sparks ignite. Oh, a brand new show. Some happy songs. Some happy songs. Some, some happy dance. Some snappy dance. And sets, costumes and sets. Moose and mermaids. <laughs> and mermaids. <romance. laughs> about science, science, science. Technology, like a newfound potion, allows us to marvel at mysteries of motion. Water dances where visions begin. Science reveals the life within. I'll wind this dial and time escapes. Watch minerals change to crystal shapes. Let's look at nature at this speed. From germination, then back to seed. Sky rockets soar towards outer space. Imagine yourself in an infinite place. Oh, there are so many places to dream about. We can visit worlds that were. That could be. And those of fantasy and reality. I bet I can use imagination to discover all kinds of new things. Of course. It's your key to unlock the hidden wonders of our world. Imagination. Imagination. A dream dream can be. A dream come true. Spark in, in me and you. you. Imagination, 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 imagination. We all imagination, have sparks, imagination, imagination. Imagination, imagination. That's how our imagination, minds create creations. Oh, they can make, can make our wildest things come true. true. Those, little Those little sparks in, in me and you. you.
1: While this original attraction was nostalgic for many guests, it wasn't set to last. The pavilion has always been home to two different attractions, a ride and a 3D show. At the time, the attractions lived in the same pavilion, but didn't quite connect thematically beyond the general concept of imagination. To improve upon the overall story for the pavilion, the Imagineers got to work on creating a more consistent theme. At the time, the neighboring 3D theater was the home of Honey I Shrunk the Audience, which replaced Captain EO in 1994 after the success of the Honey I Shrunk the Kids 2 film franchise. The 3D show welcomed guests to the Imagination Institute to enjoy the Inventor of the Year awards, hosted by Dr. Nigel Channing, where Dr. Wayne Zielinski, showcasing his invention, accidentally shrinks down the audience. Needless to say, this is an attraction deserving of its own future episode at some point. To provide a more consistent theme for the full pavilion, the Imagineers got to work on a refurbished version of Journey into Imagination that would open in time for the Millennium Celebration at Walt Disney World and focus the whole pavilion around the Imagination Institute story. In past episodes of the show, we've discussed how the late 90s and early 2000s were a financially difficult time for Disney. As a result, new attractions, new parks, and in this case refurbishments, were scaled back in scope. Journey into Imagination was another attraction that during this period of time had plans that required some downsizing. The result was a ride that had a stronger thematic tie to the Imagination Institute, but also saw more than a 30% reduction in the length of the track, and an attraction storyline that didn't delight guests quite as well as the original experience. In the original pavilion design, guests would enter the building at the same entrance point, but the initial room you entered was the loading area, a large room with a switchback queue design that had the unloading area attached and the staircase up to the second floor in the middle of the room. In the updated pavilion design, the Imagineers created a more elaborate, well-designed queue and separated the load and unload areas. Cutting the track length by about a third, the Imagineers first separated the original loading area into two pieces by adding a wall next to the original staircase so that you would no longer see this part of the building when you entered the queue. Next, the Imagineers extended the queue into the center of the pavilion where guests would now load. The queue was updated to include Imagination Institute theming, and looks rather similar to the way it does now, including some photos of the Chairman of the Imagination Institute, Dr. Nigel Channing, and two Inventor of the Year Award recipients, Dr. Wayne Zielinski and Professor Philip Brainerd, plus a number of playful queue elements that made this area feel more zany and dynamic. In fact, here's a quick sample of the audio you hear when walking through this part of the experience.
0: Professor Rayner are full of brain. No missing footage in the touch lab. No, the smell lab. The touch lab. The smell lab. Dr. Chan. Dr. Nigel Chan. who hope the house guests can arrive. Are now
1: ready for boarding? Please proceed to set several- All Imagination Institute security personnel. Please report to Area 4. Imagination yes. is running wild. I repeat, Imagination is on the loose
0: and running wild in Area 4. <laughs> Professor Brainerd, Attention, Professor Brainerd. To the brainstorm meeting. Those attending would like to bounce a few ideas around. Thank you. Merlin Jones, attention, Merlin Jones. Your monkey is on the loose in the touch lab and is disrupting the people testing. Everyone's going one. Please control. Dexter Riley, attention, Dexter Riley.
1: From here, guests would walk toward the center of the pavilion to the loading area. What's perhaps most bittersweet about this new loading area is that it took up a piece of the original turntable that formerly made up the rotating theater sequence. The next time you board Journey Into Imagination, look down at the floor and remember that you're standing where the Dreamfinder once sang One Little Spark. Once guests boarded the attraction, they followed the same track layout as the original experience, although the track was once again cut short so that instead of heading back towards the front of the pavilion, it would enter a section of the old rotating theater where guests would exit the ride. In the current version, the track design only followed less than half of the original rotating theater sequence. The open space created by removing the rest of the rotating theater and the track in front of the building allowed the Imagineers to not just extend the queue, but also to move Imageworks to the first floor and add a gift shop in the old unload area. While the reduction in the length of the attraction disappointed some guests, the reason this version of the ride really didn't last long had much more to do with the story. To tie the ride into the Imagination Institute storyline, the Imagineers cut Dreamfinder and Figment from the ride, with Figment making only a small appearance in the new version. Instead, Dr. Nigel Channing portrayed by famed English actor Eric Idle, would invite guests to the institute to tour the facility and become the test subjects of a new invention called the Imagination Scanner. At the beginning of the ride, Dr. Channing would scan guests' imaginations to measure the level of activity. The result, as you'll hear in this brief clip, was perhaps a bit too harsh. We
0: are- to measure your imagination. So relax as the scanner sees what's in your heads just now. Yeah. Well, as you can see, there's not much going on upstairs imagination-wise. But that's just perfect for our experiments.
1: From there, guests would visit different labs, sound, color, illusion, gravity, and connections. At the end of the experience, Dr. Channing would scan guests again, and the imagination scanner would render so much activity that the machine would explode, revealing the final room. While the story itself could have been a successful reimagining of the original attraction, budget cuts that significantly impacted the ride scenes, a shorter ride experience, and a somewhat insulting start of the story resulted in what was, being brutally honest, one of the most disliked attractions in Epcot history. Making matters worse, the removal of Dreamfinder, Figment, and even the Sherman Brothers One Little Spark theme felt like a dramatic departure from the 1983 attraction. Fans of the original version in particular found the new version to be a significant step back for the pavilion. Thankfully, Disney caught on quickly and recognized their mistakes. As a lifelong fan of Disney and Imagineering, I always like to remind listeners that Disney is made of people. People who work hard to deliver wonderful experiences for guests, but just like any other human beings, are prone to mistakes. One thing Disney always does well is step up to the plate when they've made an error, learn from their mistakes, and use those lessons to create better future experiences. Journey into your imagination is one such example. Within just two years of this attraction opening, the ride closed again for yet another refurbishment. Disney and the Imagineers knew they had to deliver a compromise for Epcot fans. But with the new direction for the pavilion and the cuts made to the track, the changes wouldn't be as simple as just reverting back to the original story or design for the ride. Nevertheless, on June 2, 2002, the attraction reopened in what became its third and most recent version, revising the name to Journey into Imagination with Figment, signaling that at least one of the pavilion's beloved characters would be reappearing in the ride. While the queue and the ride layout remained mostly intact, the ride scenes were enhanced, the storyline was modified, and Figment and One Little Spark returned to the attraction. In the current version, guests are still invited to the Imagination Institute to take a tour of the facility, but instead of testing a new invention, Dr. Nigel Channing's goal is to teach visitors how the five human senses can help capture your imagination. Taking a very scientific approach, Dr. Channing's tour is quickly interrupted by Figment, who wants to tag along and share what he knows about the imagination. In each show scene, Dr. Channing begins with a scientific demonstration of one of the human senses, but Figment quickly takes over and comes up with a more imaginative way to test that particular sense. After Dr. Channing's introduction, guests first enter the sound lab, where they are soon submerged into total darkness as Figment sends the sound of a train through the room, along with accompanying wind effects that help guests imagine there's a train right next to them. At this point, the One Little Spark theme comes into the storyline with a modern twist to the original Sherman Brothers' tune. From there, Dr. Channing sends guests into the Sight Lab, where he asks guests to read an eye chart, but Figment once again enters the scene, scrambles up the letters, and rearranges them to spell imagination. Figment takes over and sends guests through a short ride sequence where they view a number of different illusions. Moments later, Dr. Channing takes back control and sends guests into the smell lab, where he discusses how pleasant, familiar smells can trigger the imagination. Of course, Figment takes over once again, and instead of hand selecting a pleasant smell, he has one selected at random. Of course, the chosen scent isn't a pleasant one, it's a skunk, and the smell machine sends the bitter skunk scent towards guests. In reality, this smell is actually just burned coffee. And ever since I learned this fact, it has somehow become a less offensive odor for me whenever I come across this ride scene, but it's always a lot of fun to see the other guest reactions. After this mishap, Dr. Channing gives up and admits that perhaps he should just end his open house tour at this point, hesitating to send guests into the touch and taste labs. Figment agrees that's a great idea and sends guests into his open house instead, sending them through an imaginative upside-down home and into the final ride scene, the old imagination scanner. Here, Figment declares that imagination is a blast, at which point the room goes dark at the sound of a loud blast of wind, and when the lights come back, The room is transformed to reveal a colorful mural behind a number of figment figures and some playful scenarios and activities. The vehicles move on through a star-filled room where Dr. Nigel Channing's face is projected onto the surface of the moon next to an astronaut figment. The pair sing one little spark and send guests into the unload area. After exiting, guests are invited into the Imageworks interactive area, through the gift shop, and into the exit of the ride experience. Although Imageworks in its current form isn't quite as large as its predecessor, the experience is still a lot of fun for young kids and kids at heart, inviting guests to play in a number of interactive games and exhibits. Meanwhile, the old Imageworks on the second floor soon became the home of the Epcot Disney Vacation Club member lounge. Open to Disney Vacation Club members with a verified blue card and photo ID, the member lounge includes comfortable seating, phone charging stations, complimentary snacks and beverages, and of course, an information booth about Disney Vacation Club membership. If you're a member or are friends with a member who can take you with them, I definitely recommend checking it out for a relaxing rest in your day. While the last version of the attraction might not have exactly the same charm and childlike wonder as the original Journey into Imagination, I still truly enjoy this ride and rarely make a trip to Epcot without experiencing this attraction, especially since the queue seldom has a wait longer than 5 or 10 minutes. The latest iteration of the ride is truly a blend of old and new, and it's still a playful and fun experience that's great for kids and for adults looking for a gentle and fun experience. That being said, I fully expect that we are not long off from a major change coming to the Imagination Pavilion, likely as soon as this decade. While I have no way of knowing for sure what's in store for this attraction at Epcot, the pavilion seems primed for something new especially since we once again find that the ride and 3D show, which is now at the Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival, no longer fit into the same consistent storyline. Whatever the Imagineers have in store for the future of this pavilion, I already know they'll learn from the past, and like with many new attractions we see at Epcot, will carefully blend the past and the future, balancing Epcot nostalgia with a new experience that would be enjoyed by Disney vans for generations to come. At this point, I'd love to take you with me for a ride on the latest version of Journey into Imagination with Figment. This experience was recorded with binaural audio, so as always, wearing headphones or earbuds will provide you with the most realistic audio experience, but listening on other speakers or audio devices will still provide you with an enjoyable, virtual ride through this attraction. With that, let's head to the Imagination Pavilion. And I'll turn things over to the chairman of the Imagination Institute, Dr. Nigel Channing. (laughs) <laughs> oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you Four. All right, take row number two behind the yellow, please. Row two. Four <laughs> <We're
0: laughs> adults. I think we've done this before. Keep a watchful eye on your children and them. Oh, please. Girl, look at this, please.
1: Good thing we're all friends.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Labs, please remain seated so with your hands, <laughs> arms, feet and legs inside your torture. Keep a watchful eye on your children and them. Um, oh, oh, yes. Uh, please don't let your imaginations run wild. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our special drive-through open house. I'm Dr. Ivan Channing, Chairman of the Imagination Institute. Hello! On your tour you'll see how the five human senses can help. have the film of imagination yeah i know a lot about the saturs there's so much Series of tones. Left ear, right ear. Left, right. What? This is odd. Um, hello? 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 Who is this? It's Figment. Figment? I thought I told you not to interfere. But you've got it wrong, Doc. It's not about listening with your ears. It's about listening with your imagination. Now I've completed
1: Here. you were I have it on video still that we close out episode 137 of the imagineer podcast i sincerely hope you enjoyed this look back at journey into imagination with figment there's a lot of history regarding the imagination pavilion so in a future episode i'll have to talk a little bit more about some of the history of this pavilion and the magic eye theater where you can now find the disney and pixar short film festival that was previously honey i shrunk the audience and captain eo and Magic Journeys. I, of course, want to turn this conversation over to you and hear what you love most about the Imagination Pavilion, whether it's Journey into Imagination with Figment or a particular ride scene from the attraction, uh, the 3D show, Imageworks, the Disney Vacation Club Member Lounge, or anything else you would like to mention. You can send me your answers and feedback in so many different ways. You can reach out on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn at Imagineer Podcast on twitter at imagineer news or as always the best way to connect with me and other listeners of this community is by heading to our facebook group the imagination also called the imagineer podcast disney fan community you can find links to all of these social media channels over at imagineerpodcast.com i would like to also continue to plug our youtube channel over at youtube.com imagineerpodcast podcast i've also got a link for you on our website and in the podcast description of this episode our youtube page has lots of new content i had been Really not doing much with YouTube over the last few years, but we've been dialing up the content a bunch and I have more YouTube videos coming. So if you want to engage with the podcast and get more of a visual look at Disney, of course, head over to our YouTube page again at youtube.com slash Imagineer Podcast. If you don't already subscribe to the show, make sure to hit that subscribe or follow button. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartMedia, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast app, that you are the first to know when new podcast episodes are available and you never miss an episode of this show and if you have a moment to leave us a rating and review in apple Podcasts, in particular it does a lot to help this community out i want to thank the more than 650 of you which is amazing to me who have left a five-star rating in apple Podcasts and helped us to maintain that five-star review That being said, if there's ever any way I can make this show better for you, please reach out to me directly. You can reach out on any social media channel and send me a direct message. I personally respond to all messages I get or as many as I can, or at least if you do get a response, it's from me. So feel free to reach out on social media or you can send me an email directly at matt at imagineerpodcast.com. And if you'd like to take your love of Imagineer Podcast to the next level, please look into our Patreon group, which you can find over at patreon.com slash imagineerpodcast. That's a way you can help to support the show financially and in return get exclusive bonus content and perks, things like access to a private Facebook group where we do weekly Disney Plus watch parties, which are so much fun. Uh, We do private events just for members. We have bonus podcast episodes different types of daily content that goes up on patreon we have exclusive articles we just have a ton of great content for you to enjoy and more importantly a really amazing community of individuals we're kind of like a disney friend community and i sincerely enjoy getting the chance to know and connect with a lot of you through our patreon group so again head to patreon.com imagine your podcast to learn how you can support the show there and when you're ready to book a vacation to Walt Disney World to ride Journey to Imagination with Figment or to Disneyland or perhaps the Disney Cruise Line to experience the newest ship in the fleet, the Disney Wish or any other Disney Cruise ship, Alani. Or any other Disney destination for that matter, even Universal Studios. I did mention them in this episode of the show, so I have to plug it here too. Definitely head to our travel partner and sponsor, Magical Park Vacations, which you can learn more about at magicalparkvacations.com. I've got no affiliate links for you. Just head straight there, magicalparkvacations.com. You can let them know that Matt and Imagineer Podcast sent you. Maybe they'll treat you with a little bit extra of a VIP treatment, but no matter who you are, they treat all of their guests with such incredible service. And the best part about it is this is a complimentary service. They can help you to book your hotel reservation, dining, theme park tickets, everything you need at no additional cost. And they can really help you to find the best time to go within your budget and help you iron out all those details. So you can learn more at MagicalParkVacations.com. And please also look into their sister company, which is WDW Park Planners. If you want an extra level of service, you can work with their concierge, Planning team. They not only take the time to book, as I mentioned, everything about your Disney vacation, but will sit down with you and figure out your personal itinerary for your Disney vacation. They can provide trip support while you are there. You can chat with a concierge planner um, on your vacation, and you get such an extra level personal touch in helping to uh, plan out all the details especially if you haven't been in a while or you don't know how to navigate things like genie plus or lightning lane or where to dine or anything related to how to navigate the parks definitely want to work with them you can learn more at www.parkplanners.com and i've got links for you in the show notes of this episode and at imagineerpodcast.com last but not least i want to encourage you as always to go after your hopes your dreams, your goals, whatever those might be, especially this episode. It's all about the imagination, how one little spark can lead to something great. So take the time to invest in yourself and your time and your energy to creating the future that you would like to see and for those, for you and for those around you. And remember, as always, that inspiring quote from Horizons, formerly at the other side of the park, if you can dream it, you can do it. Thank you so much for listening to the show and we'll see you again in a future episode of the Imagineer podcast. As you can see, I use my shrinking machine to not only shrink my size, but also my personal hover pod. Now I get 22 miles to the teaspoon. Whoa, watch out, those blades are sharp. Oh, hi, how you doing, having a good time? Anyway, this machine
0: combines speed, altitude,
1: and hovering capabilities, left and right, all controlled by this little delicate piece of machinery. Whoa!
0: Whoa! Nothing to worry about! Whoa! Watch
1: out! I didn't invent an emergency brake yet, but I'm in full control! Watch your
0: head! Now what do we do? Start the show! Go! When you're at Walt Disney World Resort for the world's most magical celebration, every moment is amazing. The joy is never-ending, and the memories last a lifetime. Because when you celebrate with us, nothing could be more magical.
1: Contact Magical Park Vacations to book your Walt Disney World Resort vacation today. Call 585-662-3686 or visit MagicalParkVacations.com.